Hello and welcome to a Wednesday episode of the Black Flag Podcast, episode 66.5 if you will. As always, today's show is brought to you by Tandem Payments. If your small business accepts debit or credit cards, probably paying too much in processing fees. Give front of the program Evan Orvath a call with Tandem Payments. He'll be able to give you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Brad Keselowski is going to be shown the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls uh little uh as you heard in the uh earlier preview there a little surprise pop-up show here in the middle of the week we're gonna call it episode 66 and a half if you will or 0.5 whatever you want to call it uh just so much racing going on this week we got saturday monday sunday fucking all the days racing uh so we have a little bit to talk about midweek and we're uh gonna have your thursday suck a little bit less in the morning hopefully so uh what do we got brad yeah so uh last week was a little tough two and a half hour long show i don't think we got to like basically a little late on that yeah it's fine it's wednesday would have had it correct if it was a sunday but uh yeah we had a, a little sheet next to me that whole show uh, i think we got about two bullet points down uh we were also drunk we just were rambling and it seemed to work Perk, uh, perks of having dan collins and yep oh the, yeah basically the same vicinity as each other but yeah uh great reviews so far oh yeah no I complaints think, i think the show went pretty well actually i listened to about i don't know half an hour of it in the middle i have a tough time listening to uh, us talk <laughs> you know after i've heard it live good thing um, we're doing another show then oh yeah well i uh yeah, I listened to about 45 minutes of that show, and uh, I didn't remember really any of it. The uh, Alabama Hot Pocket segment was a fucking hit. I got a couple videos of that on, on Snapchat. Um, yeah, I didn't remember us actually saying that at all. So, no, it happened. It um, for sure happened. It was a good day. Sunday was a good day. But yeah, we uh, we missed out on talking about quite a lot of NASCAR stuff um, from the week before. We got a little, we got rambling on there for a while. Um so yeah, we were gonna bring you a Wednesday show, or we are gonna bring you a Wednesday show, not were, uh, and uh, yeah, because the Xfinity race obviously happened on Monday, Truck Series race last night, Cup Series is supposed to race tonight if their fucking hurricane is passed by uh, eight thirty or whatever, and uh, yeah, so Xfinity race Monday. I know uh, Charlie and I both watched that. Uh, so uh, that Kyle Busch kid, fucking wheel man. Yeah, he doesn't suck. No, no, God, he's, no. he's pretty pretty decent at what he does for, for sure. For sure, the best. Um, nascar driver currently like absolutely uh, no, raw, no doubt. raw talent wise there's no question no doubt Period. in my mind um yeah i've i jotted a couple things down in my notes and i wasn't sure if it would make it all the way to sunday but i i really just wanted to talk about the xfinity race because i saw so many people on twitter and facebook complaining about kyle bush winning in the lower divisions and it's fucking absurd at this point because <laughs> I, I i hand up hand well i'll put my hand up hand up I have complained in the past. <laughs> I will probably complain in the future. When Kyle Busch goes out and, and leads 270 out of 250 laps and is 15 seconds ahead of the field, that fucking sucks. Terrible product. Who's going to want to watch that? Maybe the people rest of the field should be out. better. Correct. But <laughs> That's what people, you get when you get a bunch of spoils rich fucks just paying their way to get in the sport. But people people don't want to watch that shit. So, yeah, if, if that was the case, probably would have a little bit you know worse aspect on it. But... 
if Kyle could just speed on pit road every race that he races in the lower divisions from here on out, it would make for some fantastic racing. He does love doing that, though. Oh, Have you yeah. noticed that? Even yeah. in the Cup Series, right? They, they, they talked about it the whole time in the in the the, uh, the Bush race, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that Kyle is one of the best at getting as much out of pit road as he possibly can. Oh, and right. and they do like the the. Uh, the matrix of like the two laps in which it's him coming down doing the pit stop and then the, the, the lap preceding that and he always gains at least like three quarters of a second yeah. if it's a green flag stop the neat thing about the xfinity race this this week was that they all the guys that were you know you know quote unquote the fast cars uh started towards the back and they had to work their way forward uh, with no qualifying which is which is always good to see because when kyle bush qualifies p1 uh fucking brad kozlowski qualifies p2 stinks up the show a little bit uh not great on the televisions but my whole thing was that kyle bush had such an advantage being the only well i guess not the only cup driver but the only cup driver worth a shit in good equipment basically in the xfinity race monday night because he had seen the track for 400 laps the night before so he you know and these xfinity guys they had no practice obviously no qualifying they haven't strapped in some most of them haven't even raced at charlotte before or a lot of them at least um so that was wicked an advantage i thought he was going to run away with it luckily he sped on pit road and we had that uh fantastic finish between him and austin Sindrick. uh holy fuck is it tough being a noah gregson fan uh i like noah uh he reminds me a lot of myself i would say he's he seems like he's sarcastic he's he's you know fun kind of ugly he's well (laughs) no (laughs) no i mean have you ever seen austin cindrick um facts no i I, dangly giraffe looking fuck i I think i don't know a lot of these kids seem like robots noah doesn't seem like a robot noah's interview after his first nascar k&n race if you haven't seen it you fucking got to because if i was interviewed after any professional event ever that would be my react like even if i was not even throw up on the racetrack uh no that was after his first win in the truck series his first k and n race Uh. he is literally i don't know what to do with my hands (laughs) like he words were coming like he was slurring his words he wasn't having a stroke he was like what 15 and he's just staring drunk he's staring straight into the camera and like just had no idea how to talk and if i was even interviewed on the front stretch of oxford and i finished in the top three i would probably do that i would have no idea what to say because I do i'm not just like, happy to be here i do not like being in front of crowds uh and yeah i don't know if you've ever met me but public speaking is not really uh my forte if you will but um good thing you don't have like a podcast or something like no that. i mean it's well here's the thing is at most we have four people around the table we're not here with fucking 300 people in the background these people hear it over the airwaves yeah right they're not staring like a lot of at my soul yeah 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 uh <laughs> oh yeah but um no it, god damn it noah gregson's the most <laughs> overrated driver in the nascar xfinity series it, it, i don't know ah! Austin Cindric has to be a close second. Yeah, if not, that, that was going to be my. If not the topper of that, that was going to be my my argument. the The problem is, is that I will I will so give him credit though. He did give Kyle a bit of a run at the end there for the the Bush race. Right. Once he wins a a race on an oval, that has the overratedness has to damper a little bit. But he hasn't won a race. He's only won road course races. He's won two of them, and he has never won. And he's been doing it what th- three, four years now. Yeah, in, something in, like that. In fucking top notch equipment. Yeah, in cup equipment. Um. But yeah, him and Noah are fucking neck and neck for that category. But it's tough because you really only have a handful of like prospects in 
the Xfinity series that are really in good equipment that are under the age of fucking 30. I, I mean, you have Justin Allgaier, who people can say is overrated. I would list him pretty damn near in that category, but he's I don't he's not really on the, the same spectrum as the other, like Briscoe. He's on Cindric. the spectrum? I mean, could be, yeah. <laughs> and uh, fucking... Noah, yeah. I mean, like, these guys, you have, like, a, just a handful of young guys that are in the series, so you can pretty much call them all overrated. I mean, Michael Annette is probably, what, like, 40 years old at this point and but, fucking underperforms every race. But that's what that that's part of the argument that pisses me off where everybody's like, oh, Kyle Busch is just going, you know, might as well just join a you know, T-ball team and fucking beat up on eight-year-olds and stuff like that. It's like, you're talking about guys like Justin Allgaier, Michael Annette, uh, fucking all these people that are in their 30s, damn near 40s, racing these cars because, quite frankly, they just weren't good enough in the Cup Series or they got demoted or they don't have the the funding or something like that. The the Matt Craftons of the Xfinity Series, if you will. So I I don't I don't feel bad at all. Um, if you're not if you're not good enough, you're not good enough. Period. It shouldn't matter with the the type of car that you're in because they have no problem with Kyle jumping in a super late model and winning a race. Right. You know what I mean? And nobody ever had a problem when Dale Sr. did these things. And, you know, even just recently uh, on Facebook, I'm seeing these pictures of Dale Earnhardt running IMCA mods and late models and stuff like that all over the country. And I can promise you people that weren't upset that that was happening. No. So I just don't understand why it's a problem all of a sudden. And I think that it just goes hand in hand with the everybody deserves a trophy type society of, well, you know, you know, he, he's not good enough. So he shouldn't have to run against Kyle Busch. It's like that that should be irrelevant. If you're not good enough, you shouldn't be there anyway. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, it's back to my original statement. It is damn tough to be a Noah Gregson fan. Uh, I've always liked any, I generally like anyone that drives the number nine car. I think the nine is one of the better looking numbers in racing. Uh, I was never a Marcos Ambrose fan because that font was atrocious. And I don't know anyone that it was ever actually a Marcos Ambrose fan, but I didn't dislike Marcus Ambrose. No, no, I don't think I went out of my way to be like, wow, I fucking hate that battle that him and Keselowski had at Watkins. Oh, unbelievable. Oh my good God. One of the better races. At least he can hang his hat on that one moment. But, um, did I say hang his head? Because that's not what you don't do that. Yeah. Ill-advised. If I did say head, don't do that. We're going to say hat. Kids, don't do that. Well, this isn't a kids show anyways. but If it is, you're a bad parent. Right. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Um, Yeah, hang your hat. 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 Uh, With a T. Like titties. Friggin' Noah ran top three all night. They they had so many wrecks at the end of the race where Noah was... Well, Noah was in the top five all night at least, but on those restarts, he was either third or fourth, so he was either driving it in you know on the bottom or trying to make it work on the top side and and you have to think that after fucking eight restarts you're gonna try to and and like eight restarts that haven't worked you think you're probably gonna drive it in a little harder being like all right well i didn't drive it in hard enough last time because i didn't come out fucking gaining any positions um you know drive it a little harder and make it fucking stick uh yeah spoiler alert he didn't make it stick uh, another thing was Justin Haley is one fucking terrible pusher. I mean, there was like three restarts there where Justin Haley was right behind Noah and Noah would get a start and Justin Haley would be like a country mile behind him. Um, so that was fun to watch. But yeah, Noah fucking drove it in way too deep uh, till, till he saw Moses and got loose. My thing is that everyone on the socials that doesn't like Noah went and acted like this is the first person to ever do this ever. Like Kyle Busch has done it fucking oh, yeah. chase elliott's done it joe logano's done it. every single person that's racing fucking uh, upper series like this it's worth a shit has done it um not saying no it's worth a shit but uh 
Yeah, I mean, he I, fucking drove it in. It su- it just it fucking sucks because I love seeing underfunded teams succeed. And the TV had just done a little fucking segment on Tommy Joe Martins. Uh, this guy's been at it for fucking ever. He's never been in good equipment. He's always had no money, and he's running tenth. And here comes no Noah. less than like thirty seconds yeah. later. <laughs> fucking <laughs> takes the Noah inside drives it a little too deep, washes up, and the thing is, is like a lot of people were getting mad at Noah. I can understand. Like, Noah's self-awareness is fucking atrocious. Like, if you saw anything Noah posted after this race, he was recording videos and tweeting out, like, oh, really hate it for my guys. Like, what a great car. Like, what a great run today. Battled for the win. And, you know, he did. But I think you got to at least acknowledge the fact that you fucking destroyed Tommy Joe Martin. Like, not no one, no, no one ever even touched him. Noah yeah. caused the wreck ahead of him. And washed up into Brandon Jones and Harrison Burton, who are not lacking any funds whatsoever. I I think the biggest but. thing with Noah is that he I he I think he does have the talent. I he, I think he is overrated for sure. I do I do believe he has the talent to do what he's doing. I think that his biggest downfall is that he's trying way too hard. Oh, for sure, way too hard. Uh, you know, he had he had this success with Kyle Busch in the uh. The, the the truck series last year two years ago whatever it was and now he's driving for junior and he already fucked up once this year he basically got a stern talking to from junior basically saying don't be an idiot anymore stop doing stupid shit he continues to do stupid shit and i think that with the like you're saying the lack of self-awareness and just the the what is he 18 19 something like that uh, something yeah he's 20 maybe can, 21 i don't know <laughs> he raced in the truck series if, for like two or three years and the, the only thing i can say to that to be fair if, if i was an 18 19 year old kid racing in the truck series or the xfinity series on my way to cup driving for dale earnhardt jr and kyle bush throughout my career already it's pretty easy to fuck up and you know a lot of people seem to forget about how the the superstars of the sport like kurt bush or kyle bush or um you know a lot of these guys they used to fuck up all the time when they were noah's age right you know kyle bush broke into the cup series at 18 years old and he did a lot of dumb shit kurt bush did a lot of dumb shit and i i think that nowadays they're just not given the opportunity to recover from that as you know like a kurt or kyle did granted the 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 talent discrepancy is huge but i think it's just a different time to not be able to fuck up like that yeah i like noah he's he's sarcastic he's socially awkward he you know he seems like a fun kid he he's not a robot he you know i don't know it, but it's tough because he's filling in he's driving a car that was raced by chase elliott who is now going on to do bigger and better things yeah you know, he's uh driven a car that was drove by tyler reddick who is now showing he's worth a damn up in the cup series right william now. byron yeah you know, etc right so he, he's got some shoes to fill for sure um but yeah, I mean the self awareness thing was just fucking awful because he he got on Twitter right out and people were not happy with him because no like I don't know anyone that's like oh you know what that Tommy Joe Martin's guy fuck him <laughs> like no one not even a single soul everyone was pumped probably when he was running tenth and you know it was Noah's fault that he ended up getting wrecked not that Noah even fucking touched him it was just you know I don't even remember exactly what happened out back but. You know, you just destroyed this guy's seventy thousand dollar car, and that's a fucking huge blow to to you know a race team I, like that. So I think you're looking at more like a hundred and seventy. Well, yeah, he said it was. Yeah. He said that the race cost him seventy five thousand. So I just Oof. rounded down. A well, bit, I mean, probably between running position and destroying the fucking race car, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, that was basically the Xfinity series. Uh, fucking Brett Moffitt and the O two R Motorsports. 
How do you is it car? R hour? Hour. R your hour? Yeah. Or 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 what? How did I say it the first time? Yes. R. R. Like, See, I just R, had, I like just, a pirate? Yeah. Yep. Like arg. There's no G. No. No. Uh, it looks like hour. It looks like hour. Probably hour. is. Hour what? I said it hour because I wasn't sure. And I wanted to combine all of the things that we said previously to make it sound like, oh, he probably got that right. Or he might have, you know. Might have probably didn't. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. So. Or. Or. I think it's hour. Could be. Hour. Maybe. R. <laughs> R what? If you say it like that, it just sounds like you had a stroke. But you said it right, but you didn't. How do you know you said it right, though? Is there like a, is there like a dictionary pronunciation? Oh, I looked it, it up. Yeah. Oh, you did? I looked it up on, um, what is that fucking, uh, I looked it up in the thesaurus or whatever. The, the wrong book. The Tyrannosaurus. The Bible. I did look it up in the Bible. <laughs> yeah. There's some weird squiggly lines, but I'm sure it's our. Has to um, be. Yeah, P6 for the, the O2 car. That's pretty fucking neat. I think that might be their first top 10 for that team. Has to be. I'm pretty, like, that's kind of a... Damn near knocking on the door for P5. That I, I'm fucking pretty neat. sure that's a, like, a kind of a shitbox car, too. So, like, congrats well, for sure. I think they bought GMS's stuff. Did they? Yeah. Interesting. Didn't know that. But, I mean, even for a fucking new team, you buy great equipment, it's going to take some time. Oh, yeah, for sure. For like, sure. Brett Moffitt's been up there. I think he finished We've talked about it before. Like, the, there's a lot of times a, a car rolls onto the racetrack, and you're like, that guy's going to suck. Yeah. That's kind of what that car looks like, for sure. Yeah. But it, it's sick to watch them go, you know, out. P6. Brett, Brett Moffitt is my spirit animal with the mustache. <clears throat> you look kind of similar. You look kind of similar. You know, I don't want to be balding a little bit like he is, but, you know, the mustache, I like uh, it. You're the fan. exact opposite of balding. Well, as of now. Yeah. But. Sorry. Uh, Brandon Brown, P8. That's neat. Brandon Brown's uh, one of those kids that Who? just... Yep. Brandon Brown, uh, I think he follows me on Instagram, which is weird. It was the first time I ever fucking knew who he was. Uh, he followed me. And he Brandon Brown one. sounds like the default like driver name that you get when you get like a NASCAR heat video game. Yep. Yep. No, he Wichita, Kansas or whatever. Yeah, he followed me on on the Instas. And, uh, you know, ever since I've actually been paying attention to him and he does pretty well for himself i mean he drives a 68 car not many people know who he is and he just generally goes about his business i mean he got loose and fucking wrecked dylan bassett that one time and dylan bassett you know came uncunted but uh other than that he really just stays in his own lane and fucking you know does pretty good for himself so uh that, that was the xfinity series and then moving on to the trucks i know charlie didn't watch the truck race we just watched a little bit of the highlights i know he saw the uh the little incidents between fucking with uh well with Awuji and Decker, that was neat. Uh, Jesse Awuji just flat out does not belong on a NASCAR racetrack. Uh, I really don't know what the fuck he was doing. I mean, he, he's running, he's running the bottom, and he goes into turn one and just fucking drifts up the track like the trucks behind him aren't going seventy-five miles an hour faster than he is. Like that's gonna work. He was like that Asian lady in fucking uh, Family. Yeah. I turn now, good luck everybody else, and just went right across fucking. Uh, because he's nose there uh, stewie yeah yeah fucking no, can't be doing that jesse fucking stuff brennan pool into the fence and uh he actually had a solid run going jesse awuji's at- also the same guy was it at charlotte oh he looped yep. it in qualifying I, by himself it was either charlotte or vegas single car qualifying yeah. yep i'm gonna say that again single car qualifying only truck on the track kept the thing fucking pegged too. looped it <laughs> where it should have been just a simple spin out missed the safety barrier <laughs> safer barrier <laughs> hit, hit road at like mach seven 
and oh, yeah. fucking destroyed a truck. Oh yeah, same guy again in single car <laughs> qualifying. Yes, by himself, single truck qualifying. Yeah, you, you get, get it. it. You get it. Uh yeah. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. It sucks. Brennan Pools been there for a while been in nascar hasn't really done anything except win that one race they took away from him in the xfinity series i think it was at dega but um remember when he uh, was in, like, remember when he brought 10. dc solar to chip ganassi and then sued chip ganassi over stealing his sponsor and then dc solar did dc <laughs> solar things and he's just like ah, i'm gonna leave this alone now you know I what think. <laughs> never mind <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that happened. Um, you know what's bad when a 2017 DC Solar hat's a throwback already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bizarre. <laughs> Natalie Decker ran out of talent, uh, per usual. There was a... Uh, JP Curry messaged us on the face space with a picture of the starting lineup. I think it was... Friend of the program, it? JP. What was it? Fucking... I think it was Angela... Or maybe it was Natalie. I believe Angela, it was Natalie, Angela Ruck, and... Um, Jesse. Jesse Uji. So we top we had, three weapons of the race. Yes. And that was uh that was the starting lineup, by the way. Yes. Um, and then I think that at least two of them finished the the very bottom. Well, we already sure. discussed <laughs> Natalie destroyed herself, as right. did Jesse Uwuji and like four other trucks. And Angela Ruck probably just did Angela Ruck things going thirty five on the racetrack down at the bottom. Well, Angela Ruck I actually didn't notice all race, so she must have done pretty fucking all right. Uh she didn't wreck, that's good. Uh better than Uwuji and Decker. But yeah, uh I was talking about Brennan Poole. He was running in the top 10 in a truck that's probably not worth the shit. And then fucking Natalie Decker spins out by herself and stuffs him in the fence again. And, um, yeah, I think that was the end of his night. Did but. you see the post by Angela Ruck before the truck race? Oh, she was getting an IV for fluids nope. so that she was okay to go for the race no. and was training on iRacing, her sim rig. No? No. Yeah, I generally a, try to refrain from Angela Ruck posts. It was a bit of a yikes. Sounds it. Yeah. Sounds it, yeah. I'm okay a, with Angela Ruck posts that have nothing to do with racing. Oh, right. And if she's, like, right. not talking. Yeah. And, and that her face might her, not be in it. And her, like her fella's well, not, not there. Not necessarily her face, but her sunglasses aren't <sighs> in it. Yeah. Those they, are, they, well, her sunglasses take up the whole fucking screen anyway. Right. So it's yeah. kind of wild. It's very, very Talk about weird. bizarre. Those fucking sunglasses. Absolutely. Billboards on her eyeballs. Bizarre. Um, that Zane Smith kid's pretty good. He so. Yeah, he started 30th. Uh, he ran a handful of races last year for junior and then came into the truck series. I think yesterday was his third start ever in the trucks, and he was out there fucking battling. Did you start like 30th? Yeah, I just said that. Did you? Yep. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Even yeah. a little bit. Are your headphones on? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn. Uh, yeah, he uh, yeah, he started. Where did he start? Um, One after 29th, one before 31st. So he started 33rd. and Correct. Uh, <laughs> you get it. He drove his way to the front damn quick, uh, followed followed Kyle there, and uh, he was battling Kyle and Chase the entire time. That kid's pretty fucking worth a shit. Um, he was, I mean, battling right there for the win, right even even up to the end of the race. He finished P3. He was running top five all night. Um, so that was cool to see. That kid, you know, obviously not a big name by any means but it's cool to see these kids come out here hasn't been in a truck in 90 something days and fucking you know has only raced the truck three times in general so never at charlotte and just uh come out here and battle two of two of the best guys in the cup series currently um so that was cool and uh yeah and then now now we get to the the chase elliott uh beating kyle bush thing he obviously won the bounty he goes to covid relief and such uh which Twitter. apparently Kyle Bush hates if you talk to any reporter, and that doesn't even make sense. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Kyle said an expletive on the the TV interview, and he it did said not get, "fuck." 
Yeah. Tim will, Tim will beep that out. Um, Tim. Yeah, and he got all upset that it wasn't aired. Um, it, you know, a lot of people considered what <laughs> Kyle was doing whining on the Facebooks uh, once they actually saw it and in the and on Twitter. Um, but he owns the team. Like he said, the truck's been sitting for fucking six months. Six months. Six months. Six months. And it was broken. Right. Right yeah. off the bat. Oh, yeah. Now, the, the thing that pissed me off about this was after the race where the reporters asked him, like, seven times what broke, and he explained it seven fucking times, and they still didn't understand. Basically, it, the travel limiter on the right front truck broke. They made some Kyle Larson rigged <laughs> shindig in there to basically make it so that the splitter didn't slam off the fucking racetrack. Still slammed. Fixed it. Then it was too high. Fixed it again. It was just never right. Which people need to take that into account where if his truck was that fucked up and he still drove past all of those people to get to second, he's a way better race car driver than anybody's giving him credit for currently. And Chase, yes, he did win the race, but I would like to have seen what they would have done on equal grounding if Kyle's truck wasn't fucked up. Oh, Kyle, for sure. Because he would have won. I, I saw like the last two laps. And I think in the last lap alone, Kyle gained on Chase by, like, over half a second. No. I'm pretty sure that that was a thing. If you looked no. at the, the – the, what am I talking well, about? I mean, Chase rolled up on a lap car coming to the white flag. That probably hurt his entry into uh, – or out of turn four. Still. But, no, Kyle – on during the race, the last run, I think it was, like, 18, 19 laps – Kyle was gaining on Chase. Chase took the lead. Um, Kyle was gaining on Chase. He got it down to about two tenths of a second, and then Chase started pulling away, and it got a got up over a second with two or three laps to go. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, on the last lap, Kyle might have gotten a little still bit in closer, the same screen though. Yeah, which is oh, wild. oh for sure. Yeah, um, but yeah, Kyle started started the race broken. Fucking drove right up to the front like it was nothing. Uh, went in, took a shit ton of time on pit road to try to fix what was broken. And uh, then drove up to the front again, and then took another long pit stop, and then did it, did it again. Um, so yeah, basically Kyle Busch doesn't suck. Uh, there's but a lot I haven't of people... seen a single post about how Chase went down into a lower series and beat up on all the kids. Yes, I'm I haven't so seen a single that, one. I'm so glad that you said that because Chase Elliott is younger than like almost all of the truck series. So this is where it's different. So I'm not. I'm obviously a Chase Elliott fan, so I'm going to be biased. But this is where I understand where people get upset because I, I too have gotten. I'm now on the side of getting upset when people say Kyle Busch shouldn't be racing against these kids because when there's just one or two um, Cup drivers in the series, you really see where these kids, you know, where they, how good they are, basically, obviously. Um, and with Chase. Chase hadn't ran a truck race since 2017. Chase just jumped in a truck yesterday. It's not like Chase goes out there and runs to the limit of how many truck races he can run each year, goes to the Xfinity race, uh, Xfinity limit. Chase is 24. Kyle's 35. Kyle has won 150-plus fucking Xfinity and truck races. Chase has won, I don't know, under 20. Um, so I think that this is a little different scenario. Like I understand where everyone everyone's coming from, all the, the Kyle Busch fans or even people that just – are upset that you know people complain about Kyle Busch going down because they don't mind seeing him in the division, whether you're a fan or not. Uh, I think it adds to the excitement, as you've seen over the last two Xfinity races for sure. And yesterday's 
truck race. And obviously, Chase has, you know, he's been the most popular driver for every year that he's been in the fucking series. So, yeah, there is a double standard for sure, but you got to see that it's different. Like, Kyle Busch has won, like, a zillion races. Like, 12 times the amount of races in the lower divisions than chase has so for chase winning it's still cool you know you get a guy like ryan blaney down in a truck he wins oh that's cool you know ryan blaney's a cup guy but ryan blaney has fucking shouldn't that also tell you how bad everyone else is though what that chase jumped in a truck for the first time everybody who's been doing it for two or three years was nowhere to be found oh yeah like that's kind of a bad look for sure i mean matt crafton's been in the truck series for a thousand years i think a thousand and seven like elite you know yeah. around that ballpark there and where was he you know stewie friesen has been a couple two three years now and he wasn't really up there so why is it that always when these guys jump in they're obviously just a superior talent and obviously yeah they're in pretty decent equipment too but i, I just don't understand where the argument comes from all of a sudden you know kevin harvick used to do the same thing with khi how was khi and kevin harvick in his own truck winning all those truck races any different than what Kyle's doing in Kyle Busch Motorsports trucks. Well, I think that it goes goes into for a handful of years there. You had you, you went from basically an era where you know you had Kyle uh, Kyle Busch obviously Kevin Harvick. You, you had Kurt Busch. You know, handful of races in the fifty four. You had Clint Boyer. You had Joey Logano. You had Brad Keselowski. You had Carl Edwards. Carl, yeah. yeah, Carl Edwards. Guys like this. You had so many guys in the lower division that you couldn't even really fucking complain about it because half the field was made up of fucking Cup guys. But and all then, all those guys that you just said, even when that was happening, were in their maybe late 20s, early 30s, and then, which is why you don't put fucking 15-year-old kids in a truck because they suck. But they were already cup guys, and then what what I'm... True, yeah. They're already cup guys. They're going down, obviously, into the lower divisions. Yes, they were younger, so that makes a little bit more sense, but then what I think that... what, What I think, along with, obviously, Kyle Busch has a lot of haters, I think a lot of people get more upset because Kyle Busch was the only one that really fucking hung on to that. Whereas they all, once they got to like a certain age, whether it was, you know, they had a team that shut down or, you know, like Roush fucking shut their whole program down, you know, things like that, whether it was their own choice or not, they got out of those lower divisions. And Kyle was the only one that now year in and year out goes down and runs the races, wins the races, and I get that he owns the trucks, obviously, so he he get collects so much data, he helps out the, the kids that are in his trucks, because God knows everyone in his trucks fucking sucks, because, you know, they just don't win races, even though they're in the best equipment, uh, so he, he goes down there to try to give them a com- competitive advantage uh, over the other guys, well, you know, I, I, just, I think I think there's more to it than that, though, because <clears throat> Kyle Busch, as much of a racer as he is, and every, he wants to be in every single race that he possibly can be. And I respect that. It, you know, all racers want to just always be in a race car. I get that. But Kyle Busch Motorsports as a whole, it loses money. It's very well documented. He loses money every year that he's been running the truck series. Kyle, That's why Brad Keselowski doesn't do it anymore. He was losing a million plus dollars a year running the 19 and um, the other. The, what was the other one? The like, two? two? Yeah. Well, two yeah, and the, the 19, two, whatever it was. Two, the 19, and the 20. 20 something or other whatever doesn't matter but oh the 29, 29. yeah yep. you get it um but he was losing money at it kyle still loses money every, every single week he loses money it's very well documented but kyle st- has to put himself in the situation where he's in a truck because kyle bush winning as many races as he does and as talented as he is that brings marketing capabilities and availabilities for new companies or you know any of these other sponsors to come in and be like hey i'll sponsor the 
the 18 truck, Safe Light. I'll sponsor the 18 truck for, with Christian Eckes or whoever the fuck it is, as long as I get a couple races with Kyle too. Right. So then that way they know they're at least getting a return on their investment with Kyle probably going to win at least one of those races. Um, so then Christian Eckes then has the opportunity to further his career and all these things. Well, I'm sure he's bringing his own money as well too. But that's why Kyle does it. He's he's trying to fund his fucking team because he's the marketing factor for Kyle Busch Motorsports. Right. Yeah. I I, I I've like it's been very well documented that from you know even like last year, year before that. I was a very big against Kyle Busch in the lower divisions, and then I fucking started actually enjoying having these kids that are supposedly the next best thing race against the best thing. Uh, and But you got to look at it like a lot of the people on the socials all upset that you know people aren't as upset that Chase won. It's like, okay, well, like I said, Chase obviously hadn't run a race in three years. Chase doesn't go out of his way to run truck race he doesn't he's not the most winningest xfinity series driver he's not the most winningest truck series driver yes like i understand there's a double standard like i said because obviously he's the most popular driver for sure but even if you got a guy like you know i think that people embraced when casey kane would go down in the truck series casey kane like i think we brought this up like four shows ago what was he? he was probably like 37 when he won the race against eric jones in the truck series at charlotte that was phenomenal um, not only that, but if you go up and look at Casey Kane's stats, I think that in like Casey Kane won all of but like one truck race. Yeah, that I he think ever that entered. I, I think that he ran like six truck races. And I think he and won, won five, five of them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then the other one he finished second. Yeah. Um, which is unbelievable. But I, I think that it's more that Kyle's a two-time Cup Series. Why champ. didn't anybody say anything about that? No, but that's that's what I'm getting oh, at. Okay. Kyle's a two-time Cup Series champ. Kyle's the most winningest driver in both of those series, right? In the truck series. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is he? Yeah, I, I figured. Uh. He's, you know, easily the best drive. Well, I mean, obviously it's debatable. You can throw Kevin Harvick, Truex. And, and he's, he's top 10 on cup wins too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying yeah. though. Is like you get a guy that you don't see win every week on Sunday, go down on a Friday and win a truck race. You're like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool. Like, it's good to know that he's actually worth a shit. Like you, if you got fucking Matt Benedetto down in a truck, not a single soul in the world would complain that Matt Benedetto's down in a truck. No. Because everyone likes Matt Benedetto. It's just... It, it, so the, it's the stats or him. is it his attitude is it the persona of kyle bush oh it's for sure partially that yeah but i think that it's mainly that kyle is the best cup series driver right now so kyle being the best in the cup series goes down to two divisions that he he is the most po- the not the most popular by any means the the best driver he, he has the most wins in both those series he goes down well you know, obviously he's going to fucking win. People are just straight up not going to tune in. There's going to be other people that tune in because he's not, like every, anyone like Kyle Busch. I mean, I'm going to watch no matter what, but so, so how come, how come it's that we see this mentality or this, this amount of getting upset at only the high levels? Because like, I, I feel like on a weekly Saturday night show, um, Beecher Oxford was cast at whatever. There are a lot of people, you know, even back, you know, forties, fifties, sixties that ran three, four cars a night multiple different divisions you know ralph cusack is known for winning uh, a race in each division in one night you know he's won championships across the board uh at beatridge and you know uh a more recent example that we could take a dan mckeg of, of sorts you know he's got the funding so back when the the pro all-star series had a sportsman division you know dan had already won super late model races he had already won you know nascar championships at, at the local level he's won you know track championships things like that Nobody ever got upset that he took a step down and would go do sportsman races. Nobody was ever mad about that. 
Wyman McKegg did the same thing. You know, you had other, other people like Joey Pastore who had run pro stock races and, you know, had, had, had a taste at the higher level, but they, they came back and nobody's upset about that. You know what I mean? Because me, the competitor that I, I get to race with these people, I, I want to measure myself against the best. So why is it that everybody's only upset about this at the top level? Is it because fans aren't educated enough? They don't know what's what's going on with that. I think it's definitely partially that, but I think it's also that if you, you know, like for me, when I go to a short track, I want to see, like I go to Beatridge, whether, you know, someone's running a pro stock or a sports series, I don't give a shit. I just want to see higher car counts. Like yeah. no, it's no, you know, no one's hiding from the fact that car counts are down. You know, it, obviously in fucking a tough economy, people are going to cut racing out of their budget. That's going to be one of those things. But if someone jumps from, you know, if even three people from the pro series jumps to the sports series because they they need to, you know, try to cut back on their budget for racing, well, they're still at the racetrack. Like, I'm still yeah. just happy to see them there. Whereas, you know, you got, like, the, the difference is just these guys have, you know, if Kyle Busch wasn't running the 51 truck, I don't know if, what his plan is for right now, but I know that as of last year and the years, you know, prior, if Kyle Busch wasn't in the 51 truck, they were going to have someone else in the 51 truck. It yeah. just wasn't going to be Kyle Busch. So it's not like you're losing out on the, the truck in the field. You, you're not losing out on someone in that good equipment. You're actually going to be able to see one of these kids that are you know, in the prospect pool for Kyle Busch Motorsports come up into the best equipment. And you're going to be able to watch them be like, oh, wow, so Kyle would for sure win this race. This kid's running 20th. This kid isn't worth shit. Like, um, but I, I, think that, I do think that it's also... I mean, the biggest factor, like by far, is just the people don't like Kyle Busch. Obviously, oh, that's that's, like, that's the ninety percent. That's the ninety percent of it. Yeah, but I, I I do think that it's obviously there's a double standard. Chase hardcore for sure. Like people like Chase, but but they, you they, got to realize that like like there's a wicked age. Like Chase is eleven years younger than than Kyle, but Chase is still a young kid. Like Chase is our age, right? <laughs> like Chase, you look on like. You know, people were saying on Twitter, like, Chase comes down, beats all these kids. It's like, Chase is the kid. Yeah. Chase is, is the kid. The kid. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, Chase, you know, he, he has, like, obviously said it 63 times, but hasn't run a race in three years. And, you know, he, the last race he won, he was out at Martinsville, and he just jumped in a truck and won. Um, but I think it's cool to see if you're not a Kyle Busch fan, you're not a Chase Elliott fan, say you like fucking Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick's your biggest, you're like, well, I guess that's not a good fucking example because most people like Kevin Harvick don't like Kyle Busch. Um, but, oh, okay, so drop Kevin Harvick. Michael Waltrip at MWR, he ran Bush cars. Yeah. They were his own Bush cars. Michael Waltrip had won two Daytona 500s. He had run in the Cup Series for fucking ever at that point. Nobody had anything to say about that that goes back to the you know what i mean that, dale, but dale earnhardt it, it did the same thing with his own own equipment and then other people would say oh well you know a lot of these guys they got rides for other people so that's why it was different it, it, or they or, i don't know i for sure would have probably complained about dale earnhardt but, but with, with michael waltrip just because he was just such a but cunt. What, we went we talked about this on last but week what show, if you're sunday but, show but what if you're a matt a matt crafton yeah so you're you're in the the truck series forever you, you know you probably come to terms with the fact that you're never going to go to the cup series yep. that's just not in the cards you know Stuart Friesen's probably gonna be in the same boat that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from that so wouldn't you be excited when a guy like a, a Kyle Busch or a if it were possible a Dale Earnhardt or a Jimmy Johnson came down into your series and you had the opportunity to measure yourself against them 
because you know that you're not going to be able to drive a cup car. So, no, I, hey, why don't you come down to my level and we'll see what we can do? I think so. I bet Matt Crafton's actually kind of up for that. Like, I think Matt Crafton right. yesterday showed that he – well, yesterday Matt Crafton was in the top handful for the majority of the race. He was battling it out with, with these guys. And Johnny Sauter was basically nowhere to be found. I mean, Johnny Sauter, I feel like, is to the kind of fair, guy that will complain – no matter who's out there. Like but if he's not out there by himself winning in first place and gonna get a trophy, he's gonna complain that there's, you know, other people on the racetrack, they're racing him hard, all this shit. Yeah, but, but people say the same thing about Kyle Bush. What do you mean? That Kyle Bush just complains if he doesn't win. Well, no, I'm saying I'm saying Johnny Sauter will fucking complain that, you know Matt, I'm comparing Matt Crafton to Johnny Sauter. Okay, like Matt gotcha. Matt Crafton's more the level headed, like, you know, it's cool to I feel like I feel like I could see Matt Crafton being like, It's cool that Kyle Bush comes down and runs these races, Chase Elliott comes down and runs these races because it gives me, you know, a little uh, a reference point of, you know, where I am at in like talent wise basically compared to these two, where Johnny Sauter I feel like would be like, Well, if the cup guys weren't out I feel like I've actually seen him say this. Like yeah. if the cup guys weren't out there, we would have had one hell of a day. Like we would have been up there battling up front, but you know, yeah, well, you got maybe Johnny, coming down. Maybe Johnny you should have some more talent. Right. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Yeah. Um but I, I, I think that the the cup guys coming down into the lower series though, say Kyle Bush comes down. Chase Briscoe, perfect example. Him and Chase Briscoe go at it door to door in the Xfinity series. Yeah. People are bitching and moaning that Kyle Bush has no business running these lower series races, but Chase Briscoe still beats him. So with Kyle Bush coming down, Chase Briscoe beating him, that puts Chase Briscoe on the map. Right. For those that didn't know who Chase Briscoe was before, they did then. Yeah. Then of course everything leading up to it too, it, it made for kind of a a memorable scene after the race. But if Kyle Bush wasn't running that race and Chase Briscoe just goes out and wins the race anyway, four seconds ahead of whoever was going to finish second. We already forgot about that. Right. Doesn't matter. Absolutely. So Chase Briscoe has no no pedestal to stand on. He has nothing to say to a higher up at another cup team or something like that. Be like, well, I did this. You know, I won at Darlington against Kyle Bush, who's, yeah. like you've mentioned, won a, almost 100 races now. He's right. won a Bush Series championship. He's won a zillion truck races. He's won two cup championships. I beat that guy. If Kyle's not in that race, he doesn't have that part of, on his resume. That's definitely the mentality to have that, you know, I'm racing against the best. I want to be the best. I want to see how good I am against the best. Because if you're just going to be like Johnny Sauter, I might, I I swear I've seen him say something <laughs> like like along these lines. Maybe not, but you know, I don't really know anyone that likes Johnny Sauter anyway. Or his but, brother. Right. Um, but if, if you're going to go out there and be like Johnny Sauter, I'm going to keep saying it just like it's fact. <laughs> uh, we don't let facts get in the way of a good story. No, here. not even one time. You want to have a good head on your shoulder and, and actually and look at it that way because, you know, just the, the I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I've seen the kid, like a lot of the kids in, in the Xfinity series and the truck series you know look at it look at it in a positive way like you know obviously they're racing kyle bush kyle bush is the best they want to see how they they race against him whereas i feel like you know the other way is just not worth your time it's kyle bush is still going to do it kyle bush is still going to be out there racing and you know i I learned that a couple years ago being that kid that's like fucking i hate kyle bush 17 seconds ahead of everyone like you know i get the argument like the other kids should be better but like if kyle bush had went out and ran you know 15 seconds ahead of people at charlotte that would have kind of made sense because kyle ran 400 laps the night before and the other kids hadn't been on the racetrack since fucking wherever which shows you where chase briscoe is at right. talent wise that's what i'm getting right. at and it you know i'd much rather see chase briscoe go out and go door to door with kyle bush than be himself 20 seconds ahead of justin allgaier 
because that means nothing right that means literally nothing yeah and it like i said it just propels him into an opportunity hopefully down the road is that it i think so yeah because i was just speaking straight out of my ass in that last (laughs) thing i saw you look down at your phone and i looked down at my phone and then i stopped like remembering what i was actually saying Ah. um i feel like yeah i feel like i've said everything i think we nailed it yeah i mean nice little pop-up show right hopefully they enjoyed it we We weren't totally trashed no no because you have to work in like 10 minutes i mean i just had a stroke on the last little bit there but yeah other than that i think it went pretty good (laughs) like i think i will remember what we said because like sunday show bad monday morning show (laughs) (laughs) we started recording at 12 30 and like that would this past one yeah yeah at the end there like it's it was just so off the rail like charlie said a question and then, like, Dan and Yippa got up to leave. You were upset. You were genuinely angry at well, the end I was, of it. Well, I had sat there for a <laughs> while because I was my eyes felt like they were going to fall out of my skull. And I was looking across at, you know, you you three were having, like, somewhat of a conversation or whatever. And then Yippa got up. And then Dan got up. And they both left. And then they came down with, like, liquor drinks and stuff. And then I think they got up again. <laughs> and then, so I was just talking to no one. And I was like, well, well. I know I know my story probably sucks, but like <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then I look over and we were two bullet points of like thirteen that we had on our board and I was like, It's almost three AM. Like we I'm fucking done with this. And then Dan comes down with the article saying that I lost more money. Uh and, and then you were done. Oh, then I yeah, that's, done. that sent me over the edge and like I you brought a thirty rack, correct? Yeah, it was gone. I don't know how I didn't vomit up <laughs> yeast. That lasted like two and a half hours. Yeah, because I was like super, yeah. like I literally, like I listened to 15 or not 15, 45 minutes of the show yep. or whatever and don't remember a thing that was. Oh, said. yeah. So that's good. Good for us. Um, yeah. Good for us. No, we did good. See, the, my favorite part about this, though, is that we, we do a show and we think it's fucking terrible from at the table here. Oh, yeah. I thought we, it was Like horrendous. we think it's awful. And yeah. then you listen back to it, and you're like, that wasn't that bad. No. And then you get all these people like, oh, my God, great show. One of the best ones yet. And you're like, you know what? We don't suck at this. Yeah. Like we the, minute, the minute we stopped recording, I was like, that was a fucking horrendous show. <laughs> and everyone's like, why? Why? I didn't think it was terrible. And I was like, well, everyone was just yelling like back and forth at one another and talking over each other. And then we started recording today, and I still haven't adjusted my headphones, and I realized that my headphones are just fucking screaming. (laughs) So it wasn't that everyone was yelling. It was that everyone was yelling at me. So I had a wicked headache. My eyes felt like they were going to fall out of my melon. And uh, yeah, it ended up being a good show. Not bad. So, you know, I hope this little Wednesday quickie fucking... You know, we'll we'll do for you. Yeah. Uh, quick pick uh, for uh, let's do tonight and then Bristol. Where are they? Who's Charlotte it? again. Charlotte again. Who won on Sunday? Brad Kesbruski. Brad Kesbruski. I think he's gonna be there. I don't think. I think Kyle is gonna pull it off. I think Kyle's gonna redeem himself from the truck race. He's gonna be pissed about the the Chase Briscoe thing. He's gonna be pissed about finishing second. I, he doesn't like it. I think Kyle Busch is gonna win tonight. Uh give me. Give me Harvick. I feel like Harvick was always in the frame. Well, maybe not the whole race, but a lot of the race last last uh, Sunday. And, um, you know, by the time you listen to this, you'll know how fucking wrong we were. Oh, for but, sure, um, yeah. You can never go wrong with picking uh, Kyle Busch and Harvick. And then Bristol on Sunday. Give me Ryan Blaney. Kurt Busch. Yep. I'm going to go with the Busch brothers. Wednesday and Sunday. I like it. Yep. All right. All right. So this has been 66 and a half, 66.5, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Um, 
enjoy your Thursday as you're listening to this because it's Wednesday, right? It's yep. Wednesday. The whole weekend, Could the be. holiday thing, it gets me fucked up every time. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm Charlie. You're Brad at C Sanborn. I, I. Oh, one other thing too. Take a look at the Facebook page if you haven't already. Tendy tallies. We we did a review of the chicken tenders at Riverside Speedway in apparently not Groveton. Northumberland? Northumberland. I don't know. It, Cumberland Farms. Township 69. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's that far north that it, I think it's, they probably just pulled the name out of their arse. But um, yeah, it's when, when Charlie said Tendy Tallies, that fucking took me for a ride because we had no <laughs> idea what we were going to call it. I kind of just like threw it to him, like hoping that he would have something and he fucking had something. I, so Tendy Not tallies. until that moment. Right. I know. Not you can see very- it in your eyes when you said it and then in my face. <laughs> I was genuinely shocked. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty good video. We also have a BFP goes to the racetrack video that's probably not great. Um, we basically just grabbed a GoPro and fucking sent Nothing it. Nothing about this show is great. Right. We're in the 90th percentile. I learned that We'll never Sunday. be 100. Yeah. We'll never be 100. No. That's what makes us great. I think so. Because gonna, I'm going to give ourselves a pat on the back. You know what? Good for us. Good for you. Good for us. Us. Nope, nope, not me. Us. Good for us. Good for us. All right. All right, uh, take a look at the video. Follow. Oh, also, Instagram page. Follow that, at Black Flag Pod. And uh, love you guys. We'll see you Sunday. Love you guys.